Quick Stop is brought to you by Lucky Dice Games. Check them out at stores.ebay.com slash Lucky Dice Games. Welcome, everyone, to this Christmas edition of Clickstoff's Sudden Death, a not-so-quick Heroclix podcast where we talk news, tournament reports, and more vital information to improve your Heroclix game. I'm your host, Alex Coos. Joining me today is the queen of sudden death, Sam Powell. What's up? And we also have a very, very special guest with us today, the majestic, majestic's majesty himself, Steve DiCarlo. Hey, guys. How's it going? So, Steve, how are you doing today? Are you doing, you doing, doing good? Great. Thank you for having me on. I'm excited about this. Huge fan of the show. So, uh, before we really get started, what I got to know is, is, have you done anything with that sweet, sweet thousand bucks that you won? At, at, well, at I, ha- <laughs> I haven't actually gotten the check yet. It's coming in a few weeks. But, so, do you have, are you ready for it? Are you, what, oh, what are you going to spend it on? Actually, I, I like, I, I pre-spent the money. I, I bought a car finally this, uh, this week. I have uh, I moved out here from New York to California a few years ago, and uh, I work on I work online. I write for Screen Rent, which is like a superhero news website, and so I've never really needed mm-hmm. a car, but I finally Excellent. got myself one. So that's awesome. Nice. What kind What kind of car is it? It's a uh, uh, hybrid uh, Prius. Of course, Ooh, you're from Cali, nice. so I'm yeah. gonna have to get that. <laughs> hybrid i've driven it around for like the nice. past week and it's moved like it's not even like a, it's still a full tank like it's unreal so have you how have you dealt with the, the prejudice and the hate that comes with people who drive prius i don't care like if, if, you I, if i'm saving that much money on gas i, I can deal with a little hate <laughs> thank you sir thank you i've been debating about getting a prius but I live in the South, so I've been worried that I'd get one. That and my uh, my in-laws, my brother-in-laws, they like driving BMWs and yeah. like uh, like sports cars. And I'm afraid of getting one because I'm afraid I'm going to get a lot of prejudice and like a lot of a lot of hate matter. on it. It is worth it in the end. All right. So speak. Um, speaking of money, have either of you completed your Christmas shopping yet? <laughs> Not even close. <laughs> <laughs> I've got like one thing to get, and I'm done. So. Oh, okay. Well, we're gonna get rid of Sam here because I'm mad that she's already done. I have barely started. So, yep. Hey, I had like two weekends by myself. So that's that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> that's true. I mean, come on. I mean, what am I supposed to do? Like, just sit around and twiddle my thumbs? Or <laughs> all right. Well, we'll talk a bit about some Christmas shopping a little bit later during our very special buy sell trade Christmas edition. Um, and just a friendly reminder that Clicked Off is sponsored by The Rock and Lucky Dice Games. With that being said, let's go ahead and roll to click number one. Click one. News and upcoming events. If you're just waking up from your Thanksgiving turkey coma, Tyler Spees is your WizKids Hero Clicks world champion. Just wanted to briefly mention big congrats to Tyler. We're all super proud of you. And additionally, big congrats to Steve DiCarlo. I don't know who that guy is. He's... Is there, uh, either of you heard of him? No. 
Some scrub. Some scrub. Heard he got a new car, though, so that's pretty sweet. Um, <laughs> I heard he joined this team that kind of sucks. Paul Ragnarok. <laughs> jeez, jeez. <laughs> Either way, big congrats, Steve, for winning the first Majestics Open Series Invitational. Um, and uh, big congrats to Hobbit, also, for winning the co-main event. Don't want to leave Hobbit out of it. Uh, additionally, the Rock Facebook page has an ongoing 12 days of Clicksmas that reveals ongoing information about the partnership between Rock and WizKids. And we've gotten some very intriguing information. So I want to talk about each day that we've gotten so far. We've gotten six so far, uh, a little peek behind the, uh, the curtain. We're on day six. And I kind of want to gauge what your general feelings are. So day one was talking about the Rock maps. What maps are legal? What aren't? Um, there was a little bit of concern what maps would be WizKids legal or would be quote-unquote rock legal. Um, but that kind of has been put to bed because he kind of announced everything and he kept adding more and more. Howard did uh, as the day progressed and people last. So currently the legal rock maps, these are maps legal for rock play only, um, not WizKids, is Donut Shop, Underground, Remote Outpost on the Mexican Border, Amusement Park, Strangely in the Park, Titans Reality, Ultimate Sacrifice, Oscopnir, I'm butchering that, Belgium, Mall Hall, Crash Landing, Clothing Hall, Food Court, Staten Island, Arcade Flash Flood, and let them in. Additionally, uh, the following maps are WizKids legal. We've got Hedge Maze, Airline, The Trenches, Powell Farm, and Best Friends Forever, which is the four-point gaming map. Each year, beginning January 1st, 2020, uh, one full year of maps will rotate from Rock Play. How do you guys feel about what maps they are making legal for WizKids and the maps for Rock? How do you guys feel about it? I think it's great. I think I'm really happy that the the like this year's uh like the the ones that just came out this year, the championship maps for Rock are going to be legal for Modern. Like it's awesome that like Dan gets to have his map in Modern play and the four points guys get theirs. I was worried that oh, they yeah. really I thought they wouldn't have any uh, be legal for Modern. So getting any of them is is, is awesome. Yeah, I'm the same way. At first, you know, they were like, uh, they weren't on the list, and everybody was like, "What the heck?" But uh, I, I think I think it's a good variety of maps. You got your undergrounds, you got your wide opens, um, you got your elevation changes. I think it's I think it's good. Yeah, I agree. As a guy who bought the hedge maze at the Rock <laughs> Cup, and then also got the Pal Farm and the Four Points map. I was very sad when I didn't see them. They're like, oh no, it started January. And I was like, I just spent money on this map and I, you know, I traded, got all these other maps. I, they're a big waste. Well, that, then I and, thought maybe it was kind of like shady because like Howard kind of said, like, buy this hedge map, buy this hedge map. And like, so everybody went to Rock Cup, bought this hedge map. And then he makes this announcement. He's like, the hedge map's not on there. So I was like, everybody lost their shit about it. So. <laughs> Yeah, and a little peek behind the curtain. I mean, I, I was talking to Howard about this before, and I said, you know, people really want this map. And he really presented it when he first made the announcement that January was when they are going to start the, the maps. He was like, well, I mean, we could probably take any map to WizKids. And it was really one of those, we ha he hadn't, done, he hadn't did, uh, done that yet. And so it was just, we just need to suggest these to WizKids and negotiate it. It should be fine. Yeah. Um, and so we were, apparently that happened. And so we've... Got five rock maps that are going to be WizKids legal, and then starting January, all the rock maps are going to be legal. So, or the ones made in January going forward will be WizKids legal. So, I'm excited about it. I'm, I'm also happy that all the old maps from this past year 
are still going to be legal in Rock. I, I, there was a concern that they were just wiping the slate of all those maps, so I, I'm pretty happy with it. Although now when I go to WizKids Open, I have to take a bigger bag. <laughs> so I have to take neoprene maps instead of paper. Sam, do you feel obligated to, do you feel obligated to always put Pallet Farm as, on your map list? Um, you know, I don't. I don't feel obligated, but it's a great map. I do... I do like map. it a lot. Um, and I'm not being like, I mean, I know he's my husband and he made the map and everything, but it is a very good structural map. It's got, it's outdoor, it's open, you have the elevation changes. It's just a, overall, just a great map. So I probably will have it on most of my teams, depending on what I play. Yeah. So is it going to be a thing where you bring uh, like those wardrobe containers where you can put a bunch of hangers and you just hang all your maps so you just roll it with you to the conventions or there's all my maps ready to go i mean it's daniel took a ton of maps to cali you know and he was like i didn't even win map once he's like i shouldn't even take them like i just feel like traveling i'm just not gonna take any maps i'm gonna take like two or three maps and that's what i'm gonna take and i'm not even sure i'll take neoprene maps because i just like the neoprene. paper maps so well well, the neoprene, individually, they aren't bad. But once you get, like, three or four of them together, they get heavy. Yeah. They get real heavy. Yeah. But I, I love them anyway, so. All right, so uh, going into day two. Day two brought us some notable rules changes to basically align WizKids and Rock into basically the same rules. Um, the notable changes that they have listed on the, on the post is last round is being changed to last action. Uh, zero point ties in Swiss will be double losses. Uh, consideration for this rule to include single elimination is being looked at. That's what they said. Ties with points will be a roll off. Points for buys will be half the tournament build. Tournaments will follow a chart for determining number of rounds. And then the bigger one, I think, is they stated modern age 300 points is now the staple of rock events. The possibility of new exciting formats are continually be, uh, continually being evaluated and may be implemented at a later date. Exceptions for formats are Winamaps and special events. Winamaps can run any format and special events must be approved by Rock. What are your guys' thoughts on those new rule changes? I'll let Steve go first. Uh, so what what there is like... Okay, so the, the worst thing to me is the last action. Mm -hmm. Not a fan of last action versus last round just because... I don't know, there's something about... I like Last round is great just because you have an equal amount of turns, whereas last action, if someone really wants to and they're down and they started the game and they want that like one extra turn, they can just really extend their turn as long as possible doing every little thing until they hear last action and just say one minor thing like, oh, I'm going to sidestep here or perplex this for last action just so you don't get your turn. So that's a bummer for mm -hmm. me. I'm not a fan of that one. Yeah, I wish... Sorry, Sam, not to interrupt. No, the you're one fine, thing, you're fine. One thing I want to add for last action is I wish they could define it a little better. Because the way last action to me has always been is this is your last action. So whatever you just said or whatever you're currently doing, that's your last action. Like if they made it where it's more of your last costed action, like you could do one last action if it, if you're like if you currently can in your team do one last action, you could do it. So that way it's not like, oh, I, I attack. Like you hear the microphone being picked up to call last action and you're like, I, I, I shoot you real fast before last action comes. Cause I know that's played sometimes. It's not clearly defined. 
from my understanding. I totally agree with you, uh, Alex, and I think it's going to cause a lot of uh, just issues with judging that kind of format. Um, just because you're going to have the people that will say something like that last action, like, I, I want to shoot you. And it's like, okay, well, are you running shotting? Or, like, and then the person might, like, you didn't declare running shot. You just declared you're shooting me. So you don't even have the range, you know? So, um... Yeah, that that exact thing happened to me at Nationals. I lost my last match, which kept me out of the, the cut, because I heard the mic... It was my turn, beginning of my turn. I heard them picking up the microphone, and I had already popped uni, and I was ready to, to start going, and I was like, oh, I attack. And he was able... I should have said, I'm pulse-waving. Or something like that, but, but I didn't declare it, and I didn't really have time to think of what I was doing. Mm -hmm. um, in my head, I, Star Fox was on his stop click, so in my head I was thinking I can't pulse wave him because for some reason I was so rushed. I was thinking he was like a a, a colossal, and you know how you can't pulse wave a bunch of figures on colossal retail because you only do one damage, you won't kill him. In my head, for some bizarre reason, I thought Star Fox had toughness, and so because I was rushed with last action. I made a stupid mistake, which was definitely all on me. Um, so that's why I wish there was a little bit like define. You get to make one last action. And, and I think the and I think the consensus with everybody I read the comments is, I mean, everybody's mostly just upset about the last action thing. I mean, even even Easton went on and said, you know, I think it's a bad move. He says last round is is better for the game, and I mean, I know that. There's times where a last round wins you the game, but I mean, it also gives equal amount of turns. It's, I don't know. It's never played a part in my games, but I've seen it's played a big part in many like high caliber games. Horror stories. I don't have any huge problems with it, like like personal, but I just know that there's more potential for there to be problems with last action. Yeah. What do you think about any of the other changes? So points for buys will now be half the tournament build. I think that's um, good. Uh, zero good. point ties in Swiss will be doubled losses, and then ties with points will be a roll-off. That is a switch from Rock. Rock used to do the individual. You'd click all your figures one click, and then the next person who was KO'd gets those points, and that'd be the end of it. I think um, the roll-off is fair, um, just because with the amount of teams now with colossal retaliation and i mean if you're playing a really tight game and it goes to a click off and you have a carnage and your opponent has no colossal retaliation it's an automatic loss yeah yeah i unfortunately had a, a scenario just like that where it was back when magneto was magneto and sam cap was a thing earlier this year and uh, we got 100 points each i was playing some weird oh i was playing the weird and because I had overdrive, you know, click the pog, overdrive comes out, takes damage, takes one more click, he's dead. And it's like, it's a penalty for running support pieces. So I, I do like that. I mean, click, uh, having to go to a roll off can suck if you lose, but could be awesome with you win. But it's, uh, it feels more fair when the game is over, especially if you tie on points. All right, so we finally saw the kit breakdowns, and this is for day three, and these are for the uh, the rock kits starting in January. Now I'm not gonna go over every little detail because we'll be here all night. 
But here are some of the highlights. Uh, win a maps. They cost $50. Generally, they should be $10 for constructed, $30 for sealed. What really matters is the prizing. They have first place getting a boxed con LE, which Howard has said those are the winnables, not the buyables. So you're not getting stuck, supposedly, with a stupid Kirk and Yahura that nobody ever wants. I have like three of them, um, and I can't trade them away. No one ever wants them. Um, you get those box con LE, 10 WKO points, dice, 3D objects, and a prize map. Second place gets a redial exclusive, which is the redials are. Um, those figures, like the third place WKO prizes, uh, you had what? Uh, let me think. Uh, who, who, Forge, I think, was a redial. You get those type of pieces that weren't the first place WKO, but they were still pretty good pieces. Like Manta, I think, was one of them from the recent one. Technically a redial. Um, you also get 10 WKO points, dies, two 3D objects. Third and fourth place get ID cards, and then everyone else gets one WKO point. Um, I think that's huge. We could just talk about winning mats for a second. I, I, as far as me running events locally, because I d am a judge locally, I am absolutely thrilled with this. Uh, my local, we don't, we travel sometimes, but for some reason, WizKids is not around here in the South. Anytime you go below Nashville, outside of Lucky Dice, there's nothing really going on. It's really sad. So I've already taught the store owners, and we're already planning a monthly win -a map, which is huge. And I'm super thrilled about it. What do you guys think about the win -a maps? I think it's awesome. I think it's so good to be able to have, like, the the Connellys at Farrakh now. I think that's great. Yeah, I think it's uh, reasonably priced. I mean, you can get a group of buddies or even your play group to do a win -a map once a month. I think it's, I think it's good for the game. I think it's going to allow more variety of teams to pop mm -hmm. up um just because there's like when it's only like super qualifiers or qualifiers and stuff like you're just going to take the best team you can think of so but with these winning maps you can say hey i'm going to test this theory i'm going to test this team out you know and you can just lose i mean it's ten dollars i mean you're still going to get something out of it but at least yeah. you can take it and test it against some yeah, now, so. now don't forget, win a map is now the only way that you're playing some of these other formats, though. You can't do uh, Rock Age or you can't do Limited in qualifiers unless it's a special event that you get special permission for. And we don't know yet how lenient they're going to be on those. Yeah. So I'm, right now. I'm not too happy about that, but. <laughs> Yeah, so right now, when I, uh, I know here in the Mid-South area, we're running, there's been working on a pauper league where you can only play uh, commons and uncommons. And I know they're really going to be using a, the win -a map format, and I, I'm hoping to run one of those type of events locally here too. So I'm excited about the win -a maps. Um, to talk a little bit about qualifiers, uh, very similar setup. Instead, top four get boxed Connellys, a prize map top eight pin and they also get uh first place gets 50 wko points second place gets 25 third and fourth get 20 um and then fifth through eight get redial exclusives 15 wko points and still a prize map so prize map goes to top eight um for all your qualifiers any any thoughts or anything about qualifiers solid too i, I like that 
I think it's uh I think it's good that um you know um you're not just getting like if you get third or fourth mm -hmm. you're not getting three. Mm -hmm. I think you're actually getting some points for showing up. But um I really am digging the uh regional prices. The oh, yeah. pricing for the regional, but that's where it's at, I think. Yeah, regionals, uh first place, Blackbird Con uh con exclusive. And a box Connelly, 100 WKO points, ID card, uh, prize map, a plaque, top eight. Like, first place gets a ton. Second place still gets a lot. They get a Thanos copter, box Connelly, 50 WKO points, an ID. Um, and now all of this comes with dice and two 3D objects. I know we don't. Those are awesome, but just assume everyone gets that. Um, or a lot of places get that. They also get a prize map. And then third and fourth get the box Connelly, ID card, map. Fifth through eight get a redial, twenty WKO points, and a map, um, along with the top what's eight. More, pin. What's more expensive to purchase, the Blackbird or the Thanos copter? Um, They're the same price. Yeah, same okay, price. Okay, I was just wondering, just because it, it seemed to me that I was surprised to see that the Blackbird was for first and Thanos copters for second, just because I feel like everyone <laughs> already has a Blackbird now. I said the exact same thing. I was like, if I won, I'd want the Thanos copter. I feel like that would be more marketable. Well, you gotta think the ID cards. I mean, the ID cards come with the Blackbird, so I don't know if that's what sets it apart. I know, but how many Blackbirds have you seen on the internet? People trying to trade or sell. Now they do know? mention they do mention here that venues can purchase additional Blackbirds, Thanos copters, and Staros, plus up to two extra prize maps. So the regional costs three hundred fifty dollars. If they want to add more prizes to it, they can buy the Blackbirds, Thanos copters, and Staros to also add in there. Yeah. I mean, I just like the overall pricing because like I said, I mean, if I show up and get eighth place, I'm not getting three rock points. I'm getting 20 WKO points. Like, mm -hmm. I mean, that's considerable amount for, you know, getting top eight. Oh yeah, definitely. So, um, the last two, uh, kind of to piggyback off of what we were just uh, about these types of tournaments day four, shed some light on what we are to expect about the state tournaments um now remember they did announce there are going to be two state slash province uh provincial provincial am i saying that right provincial um tournaments for 2019 the first will be constructed and will take place april 12th 13th or the 19th and 20th the first consideration you um and then they say the first consideration used on choosing host venues is if the venue is running rock tournaments and its relationship with rock. Um, so basically the first set of state tournaments they've moved constructed, which used to be in August, they moved them to April and I guess in August or September, that's when we'll have the sealed state tournaments. Uh, now state tournaments are cheaper than regionals. They're $225. Uh, you can get prize maps and battle royale maps as additional purchases. But this is the interesting thing. When I saw the prizes for this, I really sat here and thought, hmm. So first through eight gets a Mighty Thor chase slash prime figure. And now they draft those. So, or no, I'm sorry, first through 12. The 12th. Yeah, yeah, sorry, first through 12th. And so they will uh, draft that. So if you're in 12th, you should expect to get... The common prime, I guess. Who was that? A uh, red leader, I think, was yes. the common prime. Hey, don't knock red leader. 
Okay. Yeah. So maybe it's not even Red Leader. Maybe <laughs> maybe it's one of the other chases, uh, the primes that weren't any good. Um, that that's blows my mind. So now I'm sitting here in my head thinking that WizKids has this warehouse where they've had all this mighty Thor chases and primes just chilling there. They're like, you mm-hmm. know, we gotta get rid of this. So uh, yeah. Just, and you know. what do they give out at Worlds? AI. or i mean they don't even give out batman like yeah that was surprising i was like what like ai was like two sets ago come on whiz kids and then they make this announcement and they're like oh yeah states we're gonna like have this mighty thor prime and chase set for draft i'm like so what, what I find really interesting about the whole like uh, the, this draft thing is that means if you get twelfth place, you have to stick around to the end to see what figure you're getting left with. That's a good that's point. Like, think about it. Like a lot of times, people leave after they get eliminated, and now you yeah that's that's two yeah four three more rounds you have to stick around for. Hey, that's that's they're making money, man. You know battle royales. You that's know? a very very <laughs> valid point. I didn't even think about. Hey, but let's let's give a, a, a shout out to WizKids for actually choosing a good set to have Chase and Primes from. Oh yeah, that's great. Could, yeah. could you could you imagine if they chose like, well Harley's not terrible, uh, but a, a well let's see what would be the worst modern set? Don't say Joker's Wild because that's too old. Um, Joker's Wild would be the worst, I think, if they ever chose a set like this to say, yeah, we're gonna give you all the Bizarro chases. So go ahead and draft for that. Um, I'm trying to think. What would be a, a, a set um, that's fairly recent that would be if, kind of... What if? It's all the, the Venom, Hulk, Venom, Thor, and all that <laughs> stuff. But they didn't have Primes in that set, did they? Uh, no, no Primes. That's true. Neither did a, uh, Avengers Defenders. So I guess they would have to choose either Harley, which would be... Eh. I think Batman. I think Batman would suck. I mean, the chases would be good. I mean, the one through, one through eight, you're you're getting a super friend, but yeah. But wait, there were weren't there? Let's see, one, two, three. How many chases were there? There were twelve. There was twelve chases. So I mean, so like, everyone gets a chase. Everyone gets a chase, and then there's some. So that'd be a win. That's a win-win scenario because you're in twelfth, mm-hmm. and sure, you get stuck with a the ad or hot girl, but it's still a chase. I mean, that's not the worst i mean at that point you might even take a hard act Batman instead of hawk girl or hawk man hmm. all right well anyway um i'm super thrilled with i was really i, I was really worried about how they were going to do the whiz kid stuff on there and the, i feel like this is one of the cases where at the rock cup powers like just, just wait just wait you'll see this is gonna be good yeah um, and, and I we think even said on uh, our show alex that no, we need to be optimistic. Mm-hmm. Need to be optimistic of what they're going to come out with. Oh yeah, and I, I'm very, very happy with it. I'm, I'm eager to see what happens down the road, um, and see how how many uh, regionals are run. Now, remember, gotta gotta wipe super qualifier from your vocabulary. No uh, longer exists. It is a regional. No super qualifiers. I think the I think the one thing that. Just, I mean, we talked about last section. I think the one thing that just still, still just kind of, I don't want to say like gets under my skin, but just only having 300 modern as the format. Just, yeah. I, I, I just, I don't know. Maybe it's, I, I just think it's going to get old, but that's me. 
<laughs> it was so. like playing playing 400 point limited a few rock cups ago and everyone showed up with full point unimine was just so draining that well I'm over <laughs> but here's the thing if you do 400 point limited they can do like ban list yeah, like, for sure if they, if they did a ban list i'd be totally for it like and it's just like it goes back to um like when pj ran that rock age limited format and he had a slight ban list but then it's like Dude, I mean, like, you can have a really good turnout for that kind of stuff because people want to play different formats. But then it's like, have a ban list to say, no full point unis, no full point gobbies. Like, let's have, like, no copycats, no no jank. And let's play, let's play some fun stuff, you know? I think that's, I just, that, I'm going to miss that a lot. I'm going to miss the limited format a lot. Well, just remember that they put in there the special clause that says special events. So there is a chance that you could run a qualifier and have an alternate format, but it has to be approved by Wizkits or Howard or something along those lines. And it might be something where you have to run a certain amount of 300 modern, and they'll be like, yeah, it's cool if you run a limited. It's, it's yeah. fine. So it, we don't know the leniency on that yet. Um, it could be something where they're like, hey, it's cool. You know, as long as you primarily do 300 modern and you had this one event, all right. Or they could be like, no, it has to be someone's birthday. I don't know. They have to have something that very special to make it a special event. I don't. I know. think it's also going to be hard because um, with the two states, um, and then you got like, so January and February around here is like hard to do anything because we get ice, snow, 95 degree winter. We just don't know. So. It's hard to do anything. So then it's like, okay, we had to push March. Then it's like, all right, well, you know, we have a bunch of venues around here doing events, but we want to run events so we can get qualified to host a regional or a state. And then it's like April, we have states. And yeah. then <laughs> then it's ran into May. And then we get into like, everybody's trying to cram in qualifiers or, or regionals to do like last minute things before rotation. Then you have nationals. And then it's like, oh, then we have states again. It's like, I wish that they maybe would have pushed back states um, to do summer and then fall, maybe? Well, I'm wondering if they, I assume Howard and WizKids looked at a schedule and they looked at the WKO lineup. Because remember, WKO started yeah. March. And then we have WKOs. In the midst of all that, trying to people doing rocks and trying to get their name established to be like, in good with the rock and in good with the whiskey system. Now you're throwing in WKOs that people are like, well, I can't travel four out of five weekends. So. Yeah. The way I, I see it is the WKOs are March States, April. Then they do WKOs again, maybe in May nationals, June. Then did they have a July WKO? I think like late July this past yeah. year. And yeah. then States again in August maybe more to September. So I, I think it's because of the WKO's April is where he, where States had to be. I don't, I don't think there was an option. Cause I mean, I wish WKO's were pushed a little bit more forward, like February cause they're winter. And I don't think of winter in March, but you know, hmm. I just, it's just going to be, I think it's just going to be jam packed and it's going to get crazy. Uh, speaking of which, Steve, you mentioned that you just moved from New York to California. Is that right? I, I moved here like four years ago. Oh, 
Well, then never mind. I thought you said you just did. That was my bad. I was gonna <laughs> say, do you miss the snow? And it's well, you have oh, no, 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 no. definitely don't miss winter. <laughs> um, so to round out the last couple days of Clicksmiths that we heard, um, so far it's been through six days. We have heard that Jay Solomon is being named the new head judge. So big congrats to Jay Solomon. Um, awesome. He did a great job. So he was the the one of the head judges of the Majestic Series event. And he did great. Everything was very quick. He he's he's an amazing judge. Oh yeah, I, I he, anytime he's judged my um, any of my events or uh, my what am I thinking? My games. I've always been satisfied with what he the answer he's given us. Even if it's something where I, I have to explain it a little bit more, he takes the time and he doesn't make a rash judgment like, oh yes, no, this is it, and my ruling is final, and you shut up. It's me. He's very like. All right, let me look at this. Let me, let me, let me talk to other judges if need be to kind of bounce stuff off. I like that instead of the hard. Sometimes you need a hard ruling fast, but he's been very, very good every time I've interacted with him. All right, so is there anything else you guys want to talk about about the six days of Clicksmiths before we kind of get into our Click Two or tournament reports? Anything else you guys like to add in? I think I said my piece. <laughs> I just really don't like last action. That's my only thing. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think I. Else totally on board for. I think if we did a poll on Clickstaff and said, out of like last action or any of the other changes, I think that ninety-five percent of everybody would be like, we don't like last action. That's fair. That's fair. All right, let's move on to click two. Click two, tournament reports and analysis. All right, so Steve, you're the Majestics Invitational winner. Congrats. Um, right. Yeah. So um, I know it's not easy getting there, and I know it's a challenge. Um, I know because Daniel had to travel to Denver, um, had to you know get through some very hard competition there, uh, but also to have to play against some of the top players in the game there at the Invitational is pretty tough. Um, I know the formats of the tourney were very interesting to say the least. And um, so what was your favorite format of that tourney? So my favorite format was probably the, the rock age just because, um, well, okay. It's between rock age and modern age. I didn't, wasn't a big fan of sealed. I've done so much battle world over the past few months where like I did two whiz kids open, uh, won both of them did three other events. Uh, so I, I went five for five on winning uh, with uh, battle world events then comes uh, Worlds, and I just, our polls were really bad. I got to play with Tyler, and it was just super underwhelming. Like, we, we we didn't have too much to work with. And then it was sort of the same thing at the Majestic series where, like, I kept joking that I was going to keep pulling Jennifer Kale, and she kept popping up and stuff like that. So Rock Age, it was just good because, so uh, one of the very first time I played Heroclix, uh, I won this little minor tournament at a local venue, and the prize was the Quinjet. And so ever since then, I'm like, this is my resource. Uh, everyone's knocking it, <laughs> talking about how much better batteries are, but I'm just going to be Quinjet, like, ride or die. And I finally got to win a major event with it. So it was really cool to go uh, undefeated on the on the whole weekend with the Quinjet. Like, two different builds, and both of them I, I went 3-0 with, so that was cool. Very yeah. nice. Yeah. Now, I know that the, the draft format is very new to us. I know it was very new to Daniel. Um, yeah. Do you think that's better than straight sealed? Oh, I I think draft is great just because 
uh, it, it, it guarantees the teams are going to be at least a little bit more competitive, I think, just because you're getting the best of your booster and then the second best of the next one and the third best of the next one. So you're not getting all junk. You're at least getting mm -hmm. the next person's second best figure. Yeah. So both times, like, you're, 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 there's going to be something. Like, the odds of you getting a really bad booster and your opponent getting a, a booster that only has one good figure are pretty slim. So I, at least with draft sealed, like, it gives you a little something to work with. Regular sealed yeah. in that tournament, I, I, I didn't think regular sealed was, was a great fit for that tournament just because of how much, like, luck there is to that. That it, it's a yeah. bummer that in the end, at the end of the day, like, the... 50% of the Majestics tournament ended up being sealed, which if you're if you're a good player and you just can't pull well there, you're kind of out of it because the best you can go is 6-6 six, six, and that was the that was the uh the line to figure out who made the the top 4 was the 6-6 six, six, uh people. So it's just yeah. scary, I don't know. Now the I is is nerve-wracking. Yeah. And now I know that like Daniel hates sealed. Like <laughs> he'll say it loud and clear. He'll probably yell it from the top of the ceiling. But um he hates sealed, but I was like flabbergasted how well he pulled. Um, oh, that was insane! <laughs> I was like, I've, I've never seen like better like, and 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 the the sealed draft like it ended up being like I can't be too upset about it because I passed him two of the three figures that he used. <laughs> I, I didn't think that he was gonna be able to do this like insane battle world other uh, theme team that his first pick was She Hulk Prime. So I passed him the Maestro, and then I passed him the the Than uh, Thanos duplicate. I look at her team. I'm like, oh, okay, that's. Fun. I just gave you two of those figures. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. So, um, you did mention. So, I mean, like, I, I mean, we heard you on Majestics. We heard you on Two Clicks from KO. People can go on there and listen to your tournament report or, or read it on Majestics um, and stuff like that. Uh, but I mostly want to talk to you about a few things. Um, so you mentioned Rock Age, and yeah. how it's one of your favorites. Um, I personally. I don't think it's a good format for any type of competition. What? Um, I know. I may be the only one that says this, but um, I I'll tell you this. I was reading the, the how things were being ran, and I don't think it was fair for anyone. And I'll say this. Daniel did change his team. I don't think it was fair for anyone to be able to change their team from the Rock Age tournament from Swiss to the top four. Because in what tourney... And what other tourney do you get to like, okay, I made top top eight. I'm going to go to my car and change my team. Like, I think it should have been set. And then... If that's a plane rather than Rock Age, I totally can agree with that. I think it, it, if, but, if anything, okay. there should have been a, a rule to stick with the original team. I think Rock yeah. Age is a great format, but I agree that Rock Age, but would also being having the option to switch your team does affect things. Yeah, I mean... Rock Age is just too, I think it's just too wide open and too powerful for any format. Um, and I listened to your uh, episode with Two Clicks. Um, and like Ari said, like, his mind was hurting just because of all, like, the freaking actions that was going on. Like, I would not be able to even put my brain around of, like, okay, the green battery with all this going on, like... I just don't know. I just don't think it's a good format. But again, it's a lot. Like, yeah, it, it, it is. So, so just the fact that, like, so I made a joke just to just to troll on Dan and PJ and Emilio posting on a one of the HeroClix Facebook pages that I wanted to do a Black Swan team because I was just joking about like finding some crazy interaction, and then PJ actually was able to do it. 
the fact that like little rules things and little character interactions mm -hmm. can lead to those like auto win situations that's the scary thing about rock age is that like you think that it's a healthy format but there's the possibility that the things were that were never meant to be combined because one is like years old and one is a new figure uh that they have some weird interaction that like is just gonna mess up the whole event so that that that's the scary part of it yeah to, to play a little bit of devil's advocate on both sides i like the concept of rock age i like the idea kind of like what you just said steve i, I like the idea of being like Oh, cool. I got this sweet Mjolnir. I can't wait to try it on some of these old figures that I haven't been able to try them on. Or, hey, we finally got some Maximum Carnage people. Sweet. I can now play it with Shriek and a few other people and make a fun team. Like, I like that concept of it. But at the same time, there's, like you said, so many interactions that you're not prepared for or that you, that you don't know can be broken um, that it's just... Whoever makes Rockage, I know Majestics has done a, a really good job with their ban list, and it's kind of a trial by fire scenario where, all right, let's see, is this? They had an initial ban list, and people kept playing. All right, this needs to be banned now. This needs to be banned. I, I, I think if you're gonna do Rockage, you have to have a ban list. Um, and unfortunately, I don't think Wizkits would ever be on board with Rockage because it doesn't give them any additional profit. Um, because yeah, there's, there's no like. So, so Rock Age is great for Heroclix stores because they finally get a chance to like unload some of their backstock figures. Like, if you have old stuff, like there's no, currently no no motivation to buy like Nick Fury Agents of Shield stuff like that. Yet you, you can't right. give that stuff away if you're a store owner. But if you're doing Rock Age now, all of a sudden like people are like, oh, I need that Nick Fury that I traded away. Let me buy some boosters to hope to get it. So Rock Age is really good for stores, but it does nothing for Whiz Kids just because they don't sell the old boosters. It's the stores that do. Absolutely. I just think Rock Age is not not a good fit for high level competition. But um, just because, and, I, and this is a question for Steve, because um, I know on your your winning team, you know, you had the Big Jet, you had ID Card and Nighthawk, which was great. It was a great build. It was a very good counter to a lot of teams, um, but. What team out there survives a called out Nick Fury and a real boy Green Arrow in one turn? Good question. This actually happened several times. So uh, I I played um is most ridiculous sounding team uh, in San Diego the Wiz the Majestics event. Uh, I played it in this in the top four. Uh, it, the guy was playing a uh, the the shape change battery, whichever one that is, with uh with uh full with uh full full point group and i'm like this is the, the biggest joke of a team that there's no way that i can like i'm gonna wipe this team super quick yeah and and so i was able to uh call oh no no sorry it was the it was the mystics battery uh so the i was able to, I was able, yeah i was able to call in nick fury and uh real boy and green arrow and uh, he had uh, the shape change on the full point group. And so anytime that I took away his defense and didn't take away uh, shape change with Nick Fury, he rolled the shape change. And anytime that I uh, took away the shape change, I just outright missed the attack with Green Arrow. And so I have two probs on it. I need like a four and I kept missing. And Green Arrow could obviously only attack every other turn. So it was like I, I had my, my two best figures out. Green Arrow is out there for good. 
and like the one time I hit, I had to go to all to attack because I kept missing everything. And uh, yeah. I hit him for three, but then the the Groot, if he's in green, he just heals every turn. So I ended up losing that game, and that was a game that I thought like I just had in the bag. I had a real boy, uh, real boy Green Arrow, real boy uh, Asgardian Hulk to get through the shape change, and real boy Wolverine, and I still lost the game. <laughs> Wow. I mean, that's just insane. Like, you saying that you yeah. had a real boy Green Arrow, a real boy Wolverine, and a real boy... Yeah. Uh, Three of my best best Collins, all real boys. Like, I'm just calling stuff out just to get real boys in there. But because he's got Mystics, anytime I hit him, they're just going away. And, uh, and I mean, in what world is that balanced? What's in that? What world? In what world is that balanced, though? Yeah, oh, I know. <laughs> you know, like, that's just, it's mind-boggling. And I think it's just, it's just, I don't know. I have never been a fan of Rock Age, and I just think it's it's just something, um, I don't know. I think, I'm like, I'm glad it's probably just not one of the formats now for uh, Rock, but, I mean, I know Pat really loves it, and kudos to him, but you'll never see me traveling to California to play Rock Age, I'll tell you that. <laughs> so oh, so what, what is cool is Pat is actually doing a thing now where, like, uh, there's, there's plans where you can't, you don't just, uh, the qualifying events, they're not just going to be Rock Age anymore. There's also going to be like, you can qualify for the Invitational by being really good at Modern too. So yeah. it's not just Rock Age, uh, qualifiers. So that's yeah. good. But I yeah, mean, I, I just think it, and I mean, you know, and I, congrats again. Like, I know you won and you, you took out Daniel. I know I, I even before he played your game, I even said, to PJ online, I said, this is a losing battle for Daniel. Like, you had a far superior team. You had a, a counter to his team. There was really no way he's going to survive a Nick and Green Arrow two games. Like, there's just no way you're going to survive that. Unless he rolls shape change. Which, right. I mean, statistically, it's not going to happen every every game, every turn. Um, right. So, I mean, and, and then here's the thing. Like, you know, I don't want I don't want this to to seem, you know, like I'm trying to defend, but I know that there's been talks of, you know, there Daniel got heated, um, there was some bad sportsmanship, and I mean you have to understand that Daniel is a very he's very compassionate about the game, um, of course, and he's a rules guy, so you know I watched the stream just like everybody else, you know. I didn't make comments on the stream just because I'm not there. I'm not seeing things. I'm not hearing things. Um, but, you know, everybody wants to jump to conclusions on things. And they're not asking about Daniel's side of the story. And I know that there's been some talk about the Emilio game. Um, and what people don't realize was that there was other instances that happened before on camera or during gameplay that you didn't hear or didn't see um, that that caused Daniel to get on tilt and frustrated a little bit because of what was happening and nothing being done with it but because of the rules. So, I mean, am I, am I condoning Daniel's actions of, of getting heated? No, but I think there's another side of the story that people aren't grasping or they're not wanting to hear. So, um, I mean, I know that, you know, you, you said it on the tourney reports for Majestics and stuff that, you know, people were going up to Daniel and saying, 
they don't like him and that's horrible. fine it was, it was really upsetting like I, I and like not even just that it was like on the stream too someone made like a fake profile just to bash him yeah like you can tell that when, when people are doing stuff like that it's not like you they're and, coming in with already with our like opinions already formed like you don't and, you, and you don't see thing. something so bad in the stream that you make that profile you probably were already ready to make that profile and you're just looking for an excuse yeah and here's the thing and people don't realize is you know daniel is a high caliber player um he loves the game so much that i mean there are teams there are times where he's i'm sitting across the table from him and i have to say like look i'm your wife like i'm not no. <laughs> i am not an enemy of the state here um but you know people jump to say things that i think need to be reevaluated um and I don't know. I, I just, there was a little part of me that I was just really disappointed in the community the past couple weeks. Even before Rock Cup, Dana was getting messages of hate and um, just things that I couldn't even imagine saying to somebody. So, to all those people who wanted to go on the stream and say things like you weren't there, you don't know what was happening, just like, and a part of me wanted to be like, if you're good enough to be there to play, you're good enough to be there to play. If not, then shut your freaking mouth. So, so I, w I was planning on putting nice, cheerful Christmas music on in the background <laughs> while we were recording this. I feel like now I need to just cut it right when <laughs> Sam starts talking about this because your message isn't going to get a point when you hear ching, 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 ching <laughs> in the background during this. Now, Steve, I do want to say, are you prepared for the backlash that you will probably face now that you have reached yeah. the near the pinnacle? <laughs> now all the names are going to come out. Someone's going to put uh, sign up for Facebook and have a, a screw Steve DiCarlo name as his Facebook name and going to hop in in every Majestics thing and say, man, Steve is mean, a meanie head, a doo-doo face. So, so what's good about me is I don't have to ever worry about that because I'm so socially awkward that I don't even know how to like be mean to people in games. Like I literally at Worlds, that so someone rolled a six and they told me they rolled a seven. I just let it happen. Like, I'm just weird in that, like, I love the game so much, but I'll never get to the point where I can be, like, as intense about it as I probably should. So I'm not, I'm not too worried about the backlash. So, but, but well, don't, don't give them more ammo. So now they're going to be like, Steve's such a pushover. I could just uh, no, say, no. I could say I rolled whatever. I've already, to them. I've already gotten so many messages of people saying that they're going to do that to me now that they know that I'm that way. But like in regards to the Daniel thing, I just want everyone to know that I have like, no, like I, I, I think Daniel's awesome. And I don't think there's any problem with like being passionate about something like sure. He was, was heated in that moment. And it, it, it's uh, uh, Daniel always jokes about how like I find him so intimidating because he doesn't mean to be that way. But Dan scares the crap of me just because he towers <laughs> over me. But I have there's no, there's no problem with the way like because people get that heated about sports. Get, people get the hit, that heated about anything they care about. And this is something that like Daniel puts a lot of time into this. So of course he's going to get heated. Uh, yeah. So and, and, really and to say that like you've never sat across the table in a HeroClix match and gotten so upset. Like. I mean, I can I can really think. I mean, I I've watched high caliber events. I've been to Rock Cup. I've seen things. I don't care who you are. Like, there's times where you need a four. You can't roll a four. You get heated. Like you slam your dice cup, or you say things that you may not want to say. But or you, or you play and, shredders. Uh, hey, Alex. <laughs> that, so that that's that, a fine line, Alex. 
It's a fine line there. Have you have you noticed Jay doesn't really get mad because Jay and uh, Micah they don't really get mad during matches because they don't have to, to roll a lot. They hey, just... I like I like Shredder, so there's a fine line there. They but, no, they uh, they've they've got the right ID uh, idea. That's the thing. Be uh, mellow, Zen. I'm just I'm just saying uh, in defense, like I, again, Steve. I'm so I'm I'm proud of you. I know that you're a great guy. Um, I know that you play with Tony a lot, and and you know. I've met you guys at Rock Cup, and you've stayed with Daniel at Worlds. Um, I'm really proud that you won, but um, I just think, I don't know, the backlash, because, I mean, like, now you're the hero. Like, you beat Daniel Powell. And I'll say, yeah. in the, I'll say it on the stream, Daniel's beatable. I've beat him. He's not a god. He's not perfect. Like, it happens. He does get beat. So... To those that are like, oh my gosh, Daniel Powell lost. Like the end of the world's coming. Nope, it's not coming. He's he's gotten beat before. <laughs> so I, I don't think I, no one should be thinking. And that's that's the whole thing with like matchups and stuff too. I don't think anyone's going to think any less of less of Daniel's skills. Less of the Boston Rock Age game in which. <laughs> Like, you can't say that my team isn't, like, a favored team just in that particular matchup. Like, no, I didn't change my... Because I've played that, that exact build uh, yeah, earlier. Yeah, and I know. I know. So it's not like I changed it just for him. But, like, you can't also can't say that it wasn't, like... Like, that build is just a favored thing in that matchup. When I win map, there's very little his team can theoretically do. Because I move up, and on yeah. the second turn, there's nothing he... There's nowhere in the map he can go unless he barriers up. I'm 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 able to attack Unimind that turn. So I don't yeah. think there's anyone that can say that Daniel's not skilled or anything. Like he didn't, he did a great job, and he just got heated in the moment because it's it's a thousand dollar game. <laughs> like yeah. he wasn't gonna heated about a thousand dollars. Like he has a kid on the yeah. way. Congrats, by the way. But, on. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, he's just trying to get money. He spent a lot of money fly out there. He has a baby on board, and <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean. And here's the thing, like, it's just, I don't know, it's just people, I, I, like I said, I was just, I was very disappointed in the community a little bit, and I know, like, Daniel is very sorry about some of the actions he did, and also, you know, like, I know he has went online and said things and, and whatnot, but, um, you know, like I said, if you are listening to this and you've never gotten heated in a match, then you just haven't played Heroclix, I don't think, because... It happens to the best of us. It happens to all of us. And I just wish that the community would stop with the hate. Um, <laughs> and that would be great. So, yeah. I was just really disappointed in the reaction towards Tyler. Because Tyler's win is probably one of the coolest things that's ever happened to Heroclix. Like, the guy won with what? Wales. And he won with Wales as, like, the one seed. And he just, like, did such a good job. And anything that was like going against that made me so upset because Tyler's yeah. also like a very genuine dude who did so great with just such a weird team. Like mm -hmm. he did such an awesome job. So again, congrats to him. That's that's still one of the highlights of my freaking like Heroclix experience was watching that happen. Yeah, I was like super pumped. I mean, of course, you know, Daniel could play in Worlds, you know, and I'm just like, I was kind of bummed about it. I was like, dang it, you know, he got sick. But, you know, we have a chat and... I mean, Alex was like our play-by-play -play man for, uh, you know, top four matches. And, uh, oh, no, and my, to... 
No, Mike was. Remember Mike, Mike was. was sorry, Mike was. And uh, I don't think Mike was doing a very good job, but <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but uh, he was trying. I give it to him, and uh, you know, to see Tyler win, and we were so pumped. I mean, we were like ecstatic. I mean, here's Clickstop. We're you know, we got Tyler. We've won worlds. Like we're doing great. And then less than maybe 48 hours, it's like we're getting hate. And he's getting hate, and it's like, wow. It's just, it's one of those things, and I tell my wife this all the time because she likes to get on Facebook and look at these things. Have you ever gone to your local newspaper's Facebook page anytime they post a story of anything, and you see people spouting off the most hateful, ugliest things? It's horrible. Yeah, and it's just because they're internet trolls, and no community is safe from them. Um, It's just... HeroClix also has internet trolls where they feel like they can say whatever they want without any sort of retribution to them, which is true. Nothing really happens to them because they use a false name or something along those lines. And it's just you got to, you know, you got to shake it off. You got to just be like, okay, I mean, there's nothing you could do about it. You could try to defend yourself just like you're doing. And it's just, it sucks it's they're out there, but with anonymity existing, it's always going to happen. Yeah. I mean, again, Steve, I'm really, you know, really proud of your win. And uh, I just, uh, I don't know, maybe, maybe next year there'll be different formats and I might come out there and try to defend you, like to defeat you. Give me that. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. I, ho- I hope that happens. I would love I mean, to. I won't, I won't throw hero thing. clicks or anything. So, you know. Well, I think that'd be fun. Well, on that note, let's take it to a little bit nicer subject. And how about we go to click three, our buy, sell, hold section. Click three, buy, sell, hold. All right. So typically during buy, sell, hold, we talk about different figures. We think you should be trying to buy as quickly as possible and what figures you need to sell while they're hot. However, in this go around, in keeping with the Christmas spirit, though, why don't we each go around saying what we would love to get as a clicksmith present so it has to be clicks related what would you love to get for christmas and don't just say every chase ever imagined i want every clicks like what is some you'd be like ah that's awesome i'd love to get that i want the gravity feed chase wonder woman i think she's the only one i don't have (laughs) good luck that's i know right every time i see a gravity feed i get that itch like i should buy that gravity feed i'm like no it's probably just a piece of junk in there it's probably just a weirdo chase and nothing good so if you have a chase wonder woman from the gravity feed and you're willing to part with it hit me up or hit dan up for a christmas present to earn him brownie points (laughs) what about you steve for me it's like one that's far less realistic unfortunately but like all right so i'm a huge deadpool fan and i have like thousands like i have two long boxes of deadpool comics i have a whole shelf of deadpool action figures and i have like a whole like dresser full of the the deadpool hero clicks but i the when i got the deadpool unicorn i pulled Mm. it and then i kind of like immediately sold it for 200 bucks because that was a lot of money Oh yeah. So sad. So sad to not have it in my collection. So it'd be that. (laughs) 
Very, very nice. Um, yeah. That figure just looks awesome. Yeah, for me, I don't, I don't really know what I would want for a, a Clicksmith present. Um, what do you need for your modern team, Alex? I don't have a modern team. That's the problem. <laughs> I've kind of just, I haven't played modern since October, so I've kind of been. I mean, I, all right, fine. I, I was talking to uh, Steve about this a, a second ago. Uh, I could use some more foot elite boomerangs. This would be pretty sweet. I don't have any. I bought this is this is first world clicks problem right here. My local has a bunch of the turtles unplugged and they sell their gravity feats for a dollar now. Um, so I bought like six. I bought ended up buying like nine packs. Most of them I'm giving to my children for Christmas. I won't lie. I did open them slightly to peek inside. Um, terrible father. I know. But they only they only care about they only care about the fact that they have a ninja turtle or they have like a bebop or rocksteady. So they don't they don't they don't care that much. Um, I ended up pulling a Chase Michelangelo and a super rare Leo, which is cool. But I was more disappointed I didn't pull a foot elite boomerang than I was <laughs> that I pulled a Chase. Um, I was very sad about that. So yes, I would love some boot a uh, foot elite boomerang guys because i would like to play them on maybe a popper team or something like that i think that's a fun sounding yeah. idea so that that would be what if you guys that is a realistic that's like two bucks if you want to send it my way feel free i think daniel just ordered a bunch of those because i i think he was gone and i was like oh what's this box because i mean daniel orders like he spends more money than i do um and so him getting a box in the mail is like, oh, he's ordered something again. Um, and I think he had like seven or eight of them he ordered. So so, he, so he's the reason I can't find him anywhere. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. When he finds something, he buys like all of them. All right. So how about this question, guys? If I were to buy a Clicksmas gift for my significant other, so say I didn't know that you wanted that Wonder Woman or I didn't know, Steve, you wanted that, that unicorn. And I was just a significant other that was just like, hey, my my person likes clicks. What would you suggest would be a, the best way to go about buying them a present in the realm of hero clicks? Good question. Because he I has everything, so. <laughs> <laughs> As much as like I'm, I'm si I have like thirty of them now. I think the Blackbird is like, when it comes to both looking really cool and being really playable, mm -hmm. I think that's like one of the best things to own. Just because if if you like ha are just starting out a collection, I just think the Blackbird looks so cool to put on a shelf, like surrounded by a bunch of like the, like Xavier School X Men figures, and then it's mm -hmm. also like a really good thing because it comes with the ID cards that you like need now, and like the Blackbird is still like decently viable where like it can win local venues and stuff so i think the yeah. blackbird is an awesome gift to give people i think it looks really cool if if so if daniel didn't have every piece in the world that i'm surrounded by right now um i think you like you know i was like okay i need to buy him something that i know he'll play i'd buy him black panther the chase nice i think it's very playable uh, in this upcoming I just got one. I just got one. Tyler traded me his. So. Dan, tell what? me about the Black Panther Rock team. 
Yes. That thing is obscene. <laughs> and now that, he's that, like, that's, it's I, impossible I, to beat. Dude, so I kind of like, I kind of like teased him a little bit. I was like, hey, so for the format Thursday, can I put the mirror on my team? And he was like, fuck that mirror. <laughs> <laughs> I know. So. I know personally, I've like my my oldest child likes hero clicks he likes playing with them just in general like action figures a little bit but i have taught him a little bit of he's seven um so i've taught him a little bit of the game i he's not i probably could teach him everything and he'd be close but he's i'm giving him another year before i really start like all right here's the crazy crap you know here's the vehicles and all this stuff so they know a little bit about hero clicks but it's really hard to drop what you want for hero clicks to a significant other who knows nothing about it uh being <laughs> like honey so if you do buy me hero clicks you need to buy the booster that says battle world on it like that doesn't <laughs> that doesn't translate very well um they'll just go to the store and buy what they can find and sometimes it's boosters that are a little past their due um so it, it's it's tricky I think yeah. now I know everybody, anybody who's listening to this plays hero clicks. So it's not like people who don't play hero clicks is listening to this right now. So if you wanted to somehow drop the hint that, uh, I would suggest trying to get your significant other to go to your local comic book store and to make sure your local comic book store guy is fairly knowledgeable about hero clicks. Um, some aren't some choose to just be like that's the plastic crap over there in the corner but a lot of stores are pretty good about oh yeah this is the most recent stuff and just you know so just hey just go to go to like locally we have a store called uh, infinity flux go to infinity flux uh talk to blah 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 there he'll point you in the right direction and he'll let you know what to get so uh, to try to drop hits like that because I, I found trying to be very exact honey i really want this uh deadpool on a unicorn please like that's not gonna happen if i try well to yeah because wasn't it when goblin king came out like people were saying like oh hey i'm gonna get my husband a goblin king and they were just typing goblin king in and they were buying the hobbit <laughs> form oh, yeah. of goblin king you know <laughs> and it's like oh thanks it's it's a goblin king but it's not the right goblin king <laughs> so all right, so another thing that needs to be brought up, um, and it's something I'm most likely going to work on this Christmas vacation, is my duplicates and my older figures. Um, I know I'm definitely not the only one that has countless duplicates of commons, uncommons, and even some duplicates of rare. I'm looking at you, Dust, from X-Men. I've pulled... No, she's a super rare. I've pulled, like, four Dusts in a row. Uh, um, Prime Morris. Yes, yes. Prime Morris. I hate that figure. The passion. You need, you need to make a team with Prime More. Make it happen. Yeah. Um, make it meta. So, Troll and Toad won't really give you much for the comments and uncommons. Um, and it'll take forever to really sell them on eBay. You could, If you have enough for a Q, uh, QUR, you, you might be fine. But not everyone does. Um, so, I offer this alternative to everyone out there. What you should do box up those extra clicks make sure you have their, their cards throw go to the store dollar store buy some cheap poker chips cheap dice and if you can afford it print off a copy of the rules put a pretty bow on that box and donate it to your local gaming store 
or a library or somewhere that people who don't know how to play clicks can have the opportunity to try out the game out. Now, I'm not privy enough to uh, like different foundations or stuff that accept games for children. Um, but if anybody from WizKids is listening right now, you should start a program called Clicks for Kids and then allow us to ship you like our old comments and uncommons. So that, like say you need a minimum of 50. We send them to you or bring them to you in a convention and then you then turn around, add the rules and whatnot and just send them to hospitals or orphanages. Are those still a thing? Orphanages? Uh, or wherever kids are and teach them this wonderful game. Get them hooked on the plastic crack. And then you could send us like a cheap ID card or a Connelly or something cheap. We don't need a ton back, but like have some sort of program where it doesn't cost WizKids anything to give these out to people and it's free publicity to them. Um, or just period to see if your library will take it, send it to your local, uh, your local gaming store and say, Hey, if you got anybody looking at hero clicks, get hand them this box. Cause they'll yeah. take the box. They'll go home and play with it. And they'll be like, this is cool. Let me look into it a little bit more. Yeah. I know uh, Daniel and I, um, Daniel has a contact from a guy that's in the Philippines mm -hmm. and about once a year we send him probably about a 50 pound box of hero clicks. Like we bag everything. We bag a bunch of CUR up. Um, mm -hmm. That's just extra. And um, we put in a bunch of like old maps and tokens and dice and stuff like that. And he gives them away to the kids over there. Nice. Um, so they have something to play with and they have, um, because he doesn't get the newer stuff. Like, he asked to like, we send like if we have extra super rares or something we might throw them in just for him for his collection because he does play but um he ends up giving a bunch to the kids over there so yeah it's it's pretty cool it's it's a it's a task when we do it because but we do get to clean out like all of our extras so it's kind of nice so we need to figure yeah. out somewhere like some country and get a contact <laughs> Uh, some underprivileged kids that we can send stuff to. Well, that's what I'm saying. WizKids needs to just hop on this because all that'll cost them is the shipping, ideally, and maybe sending out the Connelly bat to whoever. And it could be like, a, like I said, it could be one of the redials or whatever, because people would sign up for that immediately. I know I would, just because yeah. I have no idea what to do with my comments and uncomments. It's not worthwhile to put them in a box and send them to uh, one of the second uh, secondhand stores. Because uh, there's no guarantee they'll take them. Um, and I don't know what I'll actually get for them. So it's kind of one of those, what should I do with all these common uncommons? I feel like I need to get in contact with some WizKids make this happen for 2019. Alright, so before we wrap up Buy, Sell, Hold, does anybody have anything about as far as figures you really want to sell? You're, you really want people to start selling. You want people to start buying. Or you think, hey, hold off on doing any of that because things are about to change. Um, I want to Namor to go up in value. <laughs> <laughs> Why? It, it, it probably does. It probably will. So. Did you? So uh, Pat bought like uh, Howard Brock's like entire stock of Giganto Namors uh, like seconds after Tyler won. <laughs> and I just think it'd be awesome if just that like that figure suddenly skyrockets in value because of Tyler's win. I think that'd be so funny. It should. I, I think it's really good. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I, 
I have been scared of it for. I mean, I've played against um, yeah. Tyler for many months, like at local tournaments here, and it's like I don't want to play against whales. Like he doesn't want to play against me because I play Avengers. I don't want to yeah. play against him because he plays freaking whales. Like it literally comes down to who wins map and if I hit, like in positioning. So yeah. it's. I just think it'd be really cool for one person to affect the entire market of it of a game. I think that'd be really cool. Yeah. It, it happens. I feel like it has happened before, but... It has happened. I mean, Carnage went up. Um, Flora's went up. I mean, how much was Flora's back in the day? I mean, they were up to... They were down to they were down to $15 at one point, and then... I know, but they were up to, like, $40, $50 at one point. That's because PJ bought them all. Uh, no, <laughs> Daniel has about 27. All right, between oh PJ, PJ and Dan. <laughs> I thought I was He was before. like, nope, no. <laughs> You're not even in the same bracket, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I want people to not sell their exospecs. That's a big one, because I have, like, so many of them, and I would love for them to keep going up in value. So don't sell your exospecs. Hold, hold, hold. Yeah. On the flip side, sell them because Steve is about to flood the market with excess. <laughs> <laughs> so sell them now before Steve floods the market and your value goes down. <laughs> or hold to see what Steve does with his excess bags. <laughs> he's he's going to still have like 10 of them and it's going to be right near rotation. And he's like, oh, what have I done? I have all these yeah. excess bags. Yeah. yeah. There's really nothing that I think. I mean, I think if you have a Black Panther... And you're needing a little bit extra cash. I think right now is the time to sell that. I think it's going to be a hot commodity come the modern season. I think it's it's uh I think it's going to replace the Goblin King, just because the Exospecs is out. But um, Black Panther's just solid, pulse wave proof. Like it's just he's kind of gross. It's not fun to play against. I'll tell you that. And as I always say around this time of year, um, now's the time to really think about rotation coming down the road. You know, it's six months away, so you can't think that far ahead. But, you know, if you're really looking, you're like, all right, you know, locally, my WKOs are going to be sealed. I've got the states, but I could probably sell most of my stuff before states. So just remember, pretty much everything up to Avengers Defenders War is rotating. Uh, that's pretty much a given. Uh, what if is a question mark? Ha <laughs> ha! Get it? A question mark because that's <laughs> the icon. Um, what if? What if goes away? Uh, it's likely that it will because it did has gone it through has two worlds. Two worlds, yeah. But it just came out when Worlds was really a thing. So WizKids has done Stranger Things. Like they let Civil War stick around, uh, which no one cared. Uh, so. <laughs> It's one of those, I would expect What If to go away, but I could also see them saying, well, What If and Elseworlds was kind of back and back, so we'll keep them all for another year. Uh, so I, I can see them doing that. But definitely, you know, if you're sitting with the Hawkeye and you're like, I don't see myself playing an Avengers team the rest of the year. Just not my thing. All right, then. And you don't feel like you're going to play Rock Age. Then at that point, be like, yeah, I'm selling it. I'm just going to go ahead and sell it. Um, while the price is high and we'll see how rotation happens. So if you're sitting there and you, you've got your Wales team and you're like, this is what I'm going to play for the rest of the year uh, and for next year, then 
go ahead and sell before the rotation hits because come april and may that's when prices will drop because everyone's trying to dump their rotation stuff at the same time so very very true all right well let's get into our final click with final thoughts click four final thoughts with that we enter click four the ko click for final thoughts so, uh, Steve, since you are our honorary guest today, what final thoughts do you have that you want to share with the Clickstaff audience? Gosh, I don't know. Uh, I, I guess my final thoughts are just, like, again, kudos to Tyler, and I think it's really awesome when anyone creates a team that's, like, I don't know, something that's unheard of. I know uh, a few people are experimenting with, like, different, like, Shredder builds, and people are trying to figure out, like, Black Panther builds, and my friend uh, Tony's trying to st do stuff with Sheriff Strange, so uh, don't don't. I guess my final thought is just like don't uh, feel like you have to play one of the top teams because right now I feel like the meta is super open, and so it's, it's a good time to experiment and find a find a your whale team that uh, can just make a difference and and win. Sam, what about you? What are your final thoughts? I just want everybody to have a safe holiday season. <laughs> Don't get too crazy. I also want that. <laughs> Don't get too crazy on the eggnog or anything, people. Okay, so unless your in-laws want... are coming in town, then you can get crazy on eggnog. Yeah, that's very true. But just everybody be safe. Have a good holiday season. Whatever you celebrate, um, no judgment. So, um, just everybody have fun this holiday season and just enjoy yourself before the crazy of modern season starts. Mm hmm. Yeah, my final thought is, um, man, you guys took all of mine. So what is my final thought? Burn uh, Goblin King. Nah, not burn him. He's going to take a slow death. I think he's rotating. So uh, I, I'll say this. Um, now's the time. You don't want to start thinking about exactly what you're playing next year. But now's the time where you're while you're sitting there sipping on that eggnog and everything's quiet around the house. You've opened all your presents and everyone's run off to play with them or, you know, you're wearing that cool sweater that grandma got you. That's when you sit there and start thinking, okay, so what can I do with Molly Hayes? Not in a bad way. What can I do with like eight Molly Hayes on a team? What nonsense can I do with that? And then you immediately think that was a terrible thought. But you know what? I've got time. I've got time. <laughs> And with that, that'll do it for this episode of Sudden Death. All of us here at Clickstop Sudden Death wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy Holiday. May all your Christmas boosters have chases, and may all your rolls be critical hits. Goodbye, everybody. See ya. Bye.